This is Joey Janela. This is Miley. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the Bulldozer Matt Tremont. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. spirit of change I can feel it I told you what was the truth all along man I told you that I was the prize in your cereal bowl that I was the alpha and the omega that I was indeed the man who could save you 10% by switching to Geico even money on your car insurance because now that I am the WWE champion I will save you 20% on your auto insurance, motorcycle insurance, and I will appear in every box of cereal. Because following the buzzard, buzzards fly highest at the top of the mountain. Run. What is wrong with you? I don't know what you're talking about. That was that was we just had Bray Wyatt on the show. That was that was Bray Wyatt. Okay, finger quote. We had the new WWE champion on our show. Yeah, but okay, let's start this off the right way. Hello, everybody listening out there after the fact and on Facebook Live. I am Avenging Ben. And I think I'm home of Mike. <laughs> and welcome once again to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It's episode 21. Our podcast can legally drink now. This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Oh, fucking hell. We'll get to you later, Arnold, so hold your horses. But we have actually an actual guest here, you're not just a computer simulation. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were following the Facebook page, this man is now the brand new General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Boo! And Paul Mike couldn't be more thrilled about it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Matt the Daddy Coffler. What's up, Matt? What's up? I'm your champion now. Deal with it, lol. Oh, yeah, dude. So what's it feel like being the champion? Um, I kind of just feel the same. I don't have my belt yet, so I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty ticked off about that. I need to pick that up, but it's okay. It's in the hands of my, uh, my good friend, uh, the Law Daddy, Law Ray, Ray Ramundo, best friend. <laughs> oh, so you're your best, your best friend. The Law Daddy. Love, oh, baby, don't hurt. Oh, my God. So you're best friends with... Uh, with uh, Ray Raymundo the same way Chris Jericho and Owens were best friends? Yeah, pretty much. Watch your ass, buddy. Watch, watch, watch your, your ass. ass. Now, nah, it'll end better this time. I'm, I'm sure of it. I, I, I'm pretty sure of it. History doesn't repeat itself. I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. We'll mm-hmm. definitely see about that. But, like, there's a lot to unpack this week. So where do Dude. you guys want to start this week? Ray Wyatt winning the title? I think that's the best place to start. I think it's the biggest thing that's been going on. It was the first thing to shock the world. So, overall, we'll get into our overall thoughts of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view as a whole in a little bit. But overall, did both you guys watch the show? Yeah, yeah, I saw the whole show, actually. Oh, from top to bottom, did you think it was good? Did you think it was average? Did you think it was just eh? It was good. It was was solid enough. I can't complain. Was there anything that particularly wowed you? Because for me, it was the chamber match, which was awesome, and Luke Harper and Randy Orton, which was a fucking gem. That match was oh, way yeah. better. 
That match that was, was better than it had any right to be. Yep. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I would say yeah. that was like the highlight. How about yeah, you, Mike? I, I have to say both uh, matches, the Luke Harper, Randy Orton, and the Elimination Chamber, surprisingly, they over-delivered. They over-delivered. To be quite honest. Like, oh, I, most, they, mo- most starts going into the show, it's like, okay, we're going to have another good Randy Harper match. And they had a really good Harper-Randy match. And then the Elimination Chamber... There was a lot of skeptical thoughts about the new design, mm-hmm. but it actually worked to their benefit. Yeah, but this is a great setup for Mania with Randy and Harper like that. If that's what, if that's if the rumored route is the route they're going to go with, I mean that just makes me really excited. I don't I'm know about s- you guys. I'm really yeah. happy that the Wyatts are finally getting the main event push. It's just yeah. about three fucking years late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meltzer is God. Meltzer, Meltzer is, is God. God. He got it completely right. They, we know. We know ne- to never judge, to never doubt him. He's <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. The fuck is that? I guess SpongeBob, I suppose. But yeah, honestly, the the only thing that kind of bugged me about um, the WWE Elimination Chamber pay per view, and follow my logic on this, you had three women's matches on the same show. You had three matches that's six women. And Correct. each one and each one of them really on their own was fine, but you have six uh three storylines running parallel to each other with six superstars. Why not just give an elimination chamber match to the women? What is love? Uh, maybe I mean, They've already gone the distance of giving them steel cage matches, last man standing matches, hell in a cell matches, well, false count everywhere matches. We remember the hell in a cell match. Uh, 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 I'm still 50 50. Ben, that was That's, the worst match I've seen that year. That was really unpleasant to watch. Like, how, I, don't, I don't watch that often. Really? Like, that match was just very unpleasant. It was very, the pacing was just. Horrendous. The spots were pretty shallow. It was just fucking Ray Ramundo is hogging the whole chat right now. Really? Yeah. Shout Man, out. What the fuck? What does he have to say? He just said bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, thank God! There's actually two people joining. Thank you. It's uh, it's thank the good you. old. So yeah, to keep keep uh, create a conversation in the chat. But like we were saying, yeah, it's like why not just give them. A chamber match, you have six storylines running, you have three storylines running parallel to each other. You could have different combinations and have different things. It just seemed like the logical step forward. What do you think? No, I agree. In the future, it'll make sense. They didn't set it up for it this time. In the future, I could see that happening. Mike, what about you? What's the question? Hmm? I'm I'm just looking at the chat now, folks. Like, what do you think? What do you think about the idea of there being a fee, of of a women's elimination chamber match? And do you think it was a missed opportunity to not do it on this show? Dude, that that's like that's like one of the worst ideas I've heard all week. Really? It's like uh, that, and it's, think about it for a second. You need to put the white right women in there, and got, and after the Hell in a Cell, I really don't trust the women in those types of matches right now. Ooh, you don't think they're at that level? I'm not. I'm not being sexist. I'm just saying that Mm. the idea of doing a women's elimination chamber 
a women's Royal Rumble, a women's Money in the Bank. Not right now. Not right now. But soon, soon, not now, but still the big news coming out of, uh, but the big news coming out of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view was Mojo Raleigh got a win on a paper. No, I'm not just kidding. (laughs) No, No, yeah, fuck that. Mojo, Mojo got paid. Yay. Something with him. Listen, Zack Ryder got hurt. That's that's a tough break for him around this time. But you can't just put Mojo on the sideline and have him like fuck around for nine months. So I guess you put him up against Kurt Hawkins. It's a jobber match, Ben. What do you want? <laughs> I it was okay. I mean, oh. as far as as far as a match between two dudes I can't fucking stand, it was surprisingly tolerable. Hmm. If you're gonna have two losers have a match with each other, it might as well be somewhat entertaining. But of course, the actual big news coming out of this show is Bray Wyatt going over basically clean as a sheet over on AJ Styles and John Cena, pinning both of them in the same match. That was um, when he okay he pinned John Cena first. That shocked me because I was like, oh fuck. I thought oh, Baron Corbin. I thought Baron Corbin was going to be John Cena. That would set up something for them, but I don't think that's the direction they're going. Yeah, that's not. Um, early in the match, they set up the thing with Ambrose and uh, Corbin, which I thought, which I knew was going to happen, which makes sense. And then the whole, the whole Miz was like an afterthought in this match. He was just like, oh, he was. He showed up, wrestled. I will say though they really, they really didn't set up anything with him and his rumored WrestleMania opponent John Cena. I do have to say this, uh, Matt. What was your thought on this when the Chamber Pod opened for the Miz? Was his reaction not the most priceless fucking thing on the planet? Oh, it was beautiful. He just did not want to leave. It was gorgeous. Oh, he looked like a ch- he looked like a child who didn't want to get in the water. Like he had to be. Yep. Oh, he looked like I don't want to go swimming with Baron Corbin. I don't want to get in the. I don't want to get his reaction. His reaction was perfect because it was like he was getting hype, and then when he noticed Baron Corbin was clean, beating the shit out of everybody else, then the buzzer goes off. Mrs. Pod opens. He goes, "Can you please close the pod door, please?" And just and just like uh, and just like in cold water, Mrs. Dick just shriveled up the second uh, that pod door opened. <laughs> Okay, that was good. <laughs> yeah, his, his manhood just, just no. His, he did have manhood a, was gone in that. He's just gone instantly. No, he had that look of just pants shitting, dick shriveling, just nut retracting fear. Like his balls retracted. He was just like, mother, I don't want to do this. You know what was weird too? Where was Maurice during that match? She didn't even come out with him. Like she wasn't like by his pod or anything. Managers, thought... managers are always kind of weird during a chamber match because, like, what are they really supposed to do? Just sort of stand there, provide moral support. There's no real room for them to stand. Actually, Matt, no, they actually made room. They made the the chambers. Oh yeah, we should. And there was sidebar, room sidebar. We should mention that. What did you guys think of the new chamber design? I fucking hated it when I saw that picture, but once I saw it in action, it was actually very good. I didn't uh, like the padding. The padding mm-hmm. was very noticeable. Here's the thing. I'm yeah. I, I'm in two. I'm. I'm in two minds about the padding. Hear me out on this. Yes, it kind of it, it, it kind of ruins the danger and mystique of Hell in a Cell, but here's the thing. Hell in a Cell is supposed to be dangerous in storyline. It's not supposed to actually injure people. Yeah, but Taking, it, it, it was pretty clear that it was rubber padding. Like, if they can mask it somehow, 
it, it was just distracting. Like we all yeah. like we're not idiots. We all know that the ladders aren't made of steel. The yeah. the, the ring steps yeah. aren't made of metal. The chairs are made of like breakaway aluminum. aluminum. We know this, but like it's all about creating mystique. I understand why they kept it that way for as long as they did, but in a time we're living in right now where the smallest bump can lead to a big injury, I'm kind of glad they kind of went of softer on that and it allowed them to do a lot more high risk spots. You have just John Cena just yeah, fucking yeah. plummeting from yeah. like halfway up the cage just and he was like he was out of it. He was just dead for like 10 minutes. I was like wondering what else. He took a, he took a nap. These wrestlers these wrestlers need some calcium. They need to get strong bones. They, they keep do. breaking. They like get Who <laughs> knows? the thing. I gotta ask. Um, did you predict that? It, did you guys see it coming down to AJ Styles and Bray Wyatt, or did you think that was yes. not? You saw that was going to happen. What about you, Matt? I thought it was a great finish. Um, I, I figured Bray would be towards the end. I wasn't sure if AJ would be there with him, but I'm glad that he was. Yeah. And you have Bray Wyatt pinning John Cena, which was the shocker of the entire match. The only, the only thing about the match that kind of bugged me just, just a little bit was I, th- I thought they got rid of Baron Corbin just a little bit too easily. Just one roll up and he was out of there. But you know the- what? That, that's fine for the story because that was mm-hmm. like Baron, he looked strong in there. You, got, you guys got to admit. Oh, yeah, he did. He, he looked strong. He beat up everybody. He. Hit the end of days of Cena, and then Ambrose got the sneak roll up, which was fine. It wasn't like Dean. It wasn't like everybody hit their finisher on, on him, and they're like, "Like, oh, now he's out." It was just like one fluke pin, and he's done. Ah, uh, yeah. And of course, Baron and Corbin got his heat back, no matter what. He threw oh, yeah. Ambrose in the pod. Can I? Oh God, that looked like which, it. Which, 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 which seemed too easy to break, in my opinion. It, the Elimination Chamber pods have always looked too easy to break. Do you remember when Mark Henry's pod broke and he just entered the match? Oh, you mean from the worst Elimination Chamber match ever? <laughs> oh, my God, Matt. Do you remember that one? We, we were watching that one. December like, to December? No, not that one. Not that, no, no, that was worse, too. That was wor- I don't know. It's arguably – I think December to December was arguably the worst one in terms of storytelling and booking. But in terms of just in-ring action, the one from the 20 20- – 14 chamber where Ryback won the title was arguably worse. Ryback won the title? Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, I know. Go his, his only title. Only title. Go figure. It was after Daniel Bryan had relinquished it. Oh. And they gave it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even brought that. <laughs> it's just. Ben so just nice. got triggered. I'm so triggered. No, but seriously, but gone to the main point, as always, like. Uh, Bray Wyatt goes over clean as hell on John Cena and then has sort of a mini match with AJ Styles, pins which him. Which was really good. Which, which was, was good. Really good. AJ Styles versus Bray Wyatt is a match I didn't know I wanted until like until right now. Until you saw it. Until you saw it. And it was just like, oh shit, where have you been the whole time? I wanted this. But like, yeah, I gotta say. I've been here for a year and I haven't. I've been here for a year and I haven't faced you yet. And I gotta say though. It just as a sidebar, finally seeing Bray Wyatt holding that goddamn belt after f- three to four goddamn years of pointless feuds, stop and start booking, and just endless repetition, this dude going in circles, eating his own tail. It was so good to finally see him holding that fucking belt, to see him hold any belt. 
especially since this is his first major title. Like he never held the IC, he never held the US. He held the this is his first singles title. And like he he was tag team champion, but that only lasted like 20 days, so it lasted for the length of a fucking fart. Matt, like you you and me were there on the ground floor for being fans of Bray Wyatt from almost the start. Like we loved the gimmick from the start, but like we we kind of you and me it kind of dawned on us like a year and a half into his reign that he into his run that he wasn't really going anywhere. Do you remember that? Yeah, I after a while I just kind of let him slip to the back burner hoping that someday something can come. But you can't talk big and then do nothing. And he and Bray Wyatt talks bigger than anybody else and for a while he did jack shit. So it was really it was really tough to follow him. Guys, let me guess. Did that happen after he feuded with Cena? Yep. <laughs> yep. It was when just you, like when you, when you hit that roadblock known as John Cena, you're fucked. It happened to Rusev, it happened to Ryback, it happened to fucking everybody. Damien Sandow. Damien Sandow happened. Whatever run he had. Look at him now in TNA. Yeah, oh, he's, God. Great. He, yeah, he's great. Oh, God, no. He's teaming up with Rockstar. Sidebar, he's... What is he now? He's a, he, he's a model? He's a gay man, apparently. I don't know what the fuck he is anymore. So they stole Orlando Jordan's gimmick? That, that was a gimmick Orlando Jordan was portraying? Uh, no, don't you remember when on do you, don't, don't, hey Matt? Don't you Matt? Did you watch this gimmick in TNA as it was happening? Don't you remember when Orlando Jordan was a gay rapist? What? No, uh, no. Wait, what? what? I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I ain't saying this. Is a, I'm just saying that he was that, that, that gay people are rapists. No, he played a character who was a gay man who was a rapist. He would go into the ring and he would sexually assault people. He would grope them, he would feel them, he would, like, stroke up and down their man packs. It, it was the creepiest thing you could ever imagine. Ben, so, remember his first, first victim? A oh retarded God. Eric Young. Oh, God. Oh, don't, and the greatest storyline in TNA history. Uh, uh, Orlando Jordan wants to fuck Eric Young, who's a retard. And Eric Young is too retarded to know that he's being hit on because he's a retard. I they, thought I was the one who was supposed to watch what I said. Oh my god, what the fuck have I just heard in the past like minute and a half? This it, it's one of the most ungodly, horrible things I've ever seen. It made it, it insulted it insulted homosexuals. It insulted the mentally handicapped. It insulted it insulted everybody. It found a way to insult everybody. So there you go. What were we talking about before we got into that? Oh yes, the uh, Bray Wyatt finally winning the WWE Championship. How do we get to that point? Whatever. But Bray Wyatt finally winning the title. And I got to say, when he came out on SmackDown, you know what I thought was hilarious? He had his version of, like, his suit. Like, he had his own, like, creepy suit jacket, which I thought was great. It's a nice touch. <laughs> but I love, I just loved how he got a You Deserve It chant. And he found, I was curious, like, how is a guy like Bray Wyatt going to respond to a You Deserve It chant? And he was just like, I'm just finally... He's, he's in character, at least. You know, he handled it very well, and it was just so good to see him with that title. And I love John Cena honestly putting him over, finally, verbally, which was nice. And he said, yeah, you got some people supporting you here tonight, so I guess you've done your job well of brainwashing people, which I thought was a good touch. Mm. Although the one thing that was missing is I seriously wish he would have started singing I've Got the Whole World in the Palm of My Hands. I missed it when he did. I miss him when, when he does that. When did he start doing that? In his first year? He started doing that, I think, during... Yeah, I think the, I think, I think the Cena feud. The Cena feud. Remember when he had all the creepy kids and the lamb masks? He was singing. Oh he's, got, he's got John the whole... John Cena was afraid of kids. 
Oh my God. That was, that was that, that, that segment. See, that's the kind of segment that made you, me and Matt like, wow, this dude is a serious draw. He's awesome. Like me and Matt, like sidebar, huge horror movie fans. Right. Yeah. And like we, when we saw like the Blair Witch style promos and like the static interruptions and all this other shit, like the blackouts and all that shit, we were like, oh God, finally a character who like we, the horror fans can get behind. He's like, he's like uh, Charles Manson and he's like the dude from Cape Fear and he's like all creepy and like kind of a Jim Jones type cult leader. And it was really cool. We really got behind it. And then again, like Matt said, he kind of plateaued over about two years like every bray wyatt storyline gradually became the same do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. he would show up he would say shit i'd be like i will destroy you i am like i said earlier i am the prize in your cereal box feel the wind of change i am i thought you said bray wyatt said that uh whatever (laughs) that fellow who may or may not have been bray wyatt but whatever what he said earlier about the cereal box and the alpha and the omega and the save insurance on Geico and be like, I am the hippity hoopity, I'll destroy you. And then he'd lose or he'd win and just move on to something else. And I'm like, Bray, you got to have goals, dude. And he didn't have goals. Well, Bray White was the only person to walk out of Elimination Chamber with the title. Naomi won her first women's championship. I'm in two minds about this. I feel like they should have saved this. But like, it was nice to see her win. The match was really short. It was not... I have a serious question about this, and I, I want to hear you guys answer to this. I think I know what you're asking. Did they give her the title just because it's Black History Month? I was oh, wondering. That, I was wondering that too, and it doesn't seem. It seems like something they would do for like publicity or like just to seem, just to like give it to some exposure. And like Naomi is an unbelievably talented wrestler, and I was never opposed to putting the belt on her. But it seemed like you should have had her lose the first time, have her like fight back, and then have her win, then have her win the second time. You know what I mean? Like the the gradual build up. Yeah. It, it just felt like again, like I was, it was, a, it was a decent match, and I enjoyed seeing her with the belt. And the segment they had on SmackDown was fine, but it just felt like I feel like you pulled the trigger on this a, a slight bit early. You know what I mean? Yeah, but out of the three women's matches, which ones, like, which one was the better out of the three? Of the three, well, it sure it wasn't Nikki versus Natalia. That that match literally did nothing for me. Oh my god, that match sucked. You could hear the spot calling. Uh, Natalia doing the whole. Oh my lord! Ah. <laughs> oh lord! It, you... it was it was crickets, fucking crickets. Like t- no, t- no, ah. did, no. Did you see what happened on the live stream? Smoke weed the, every day. Look at the picture. What happened? Like a mouse. Matt the daddy is is on the live stream. Oh god! Like <laughs> fixed it. Look at you, fixed Matt. it. Look at you, Matt. You've been immortalized in like uh, a mouse. in silver and pink. In, yeah. in pink. Yep, they fixed it. You know what I find hilarious about that? You were already wearing a white, a white tank, a white top, and a pink hat, so you already matched the championship. Like a mouse. How how, how coincidental was that? Nah, it's meant to be. It, it, it's as if it was meant to what be. Is love? It's, why is that song tonight? That's the most random choice. But still, Matt, Matt not- you're, you're only the fucking champion because of that fucking report you showed me earlier today. Oh God, yes. Matt! Do you oh, want to, Matt? You oh, take Matt, you take the floor on take the floor on this one. Explain to Mike why he's so pissed. The audience yes. is so pissed. So, so 
we were tied in our Royal Rumble predictions up yes. until the end. And our agreement was... Um, Whoever lasted the longest in yeah. the Rumble would get the point. Yeah, and I, my pick was Taker. His was... Um, Mine was Bauer, and Ben was Sammy. So Sammy was eliminated at this point. So I obviously lasted the longest, considering uh, Bauer never Roman showed Reigns up. was the replacement for fucking Finn Bauer. Fuck and, you, yeah. Vince. Fuck you, Roman. Fuck you, Matt. Fuck you, Ben. Fuck the entire world. <laughs> So really, if if Finn Balor had showed up, even I if I would have won, I yeah. would have won. Yep. So yeah, things worked out in the favor of the daddy for that for that yeah, change. It was, it was meant to be. It was it was meant to be, but still, that so, sort of yeah, so things so worked out in the favor thoughts. of the daddy for that for that change. Yeah, fuck was that? I appreciate the daddy con CEO uh, title. Oh my god, but still. I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Um, so overall, quick let's wrap it up as far as Elimination Chamber is concerned. Quick capsule thoughts. What do you think was the match of the night overall? Harper and Randy. Harper and Randy. Harper and Randy. Yeah, it, it, that, that that match worked so well and it, it told a great story. We say that a lot on the show, but it really did. Yeah. And also, god damn it, it is so can I say something? Luke Harper is way better than he has any right to be, and I see th- I see big things for him. But they seriously need to start waning him out of the hillbilly gimmick. They need to start cleaning him up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. They it's need to very, push so much. They need to push so much. They used to a cane big show. Like you can, you can make a guy like that. You can still have him be kind of gruff and t- and serious and kind of down to earth, but like. You need to clean up the clean up the shirt, trim the hair, trim the beard a little bit, make him look a little bit more. I think he should go into like he should become like a really classy dude and become like American Psycho, like Patrick Bateman, you know? Oh my God, just go the exact opposite route with it, like mm. um, like he becomes like the exact clean that shaven, actually, scar- that be, but still scary and like a killer, you know? That could that's be an wild interesting idea. Guys. That's actually a pretty interesting idea. Luke Harper, the American Psycho. That could be pretty cool. Like the Patrick Bateman in the plastic suit and like the hip to be square. That could be pretty awesome. But Where like, we have the American Nightmare and Cody. Yeah. Yeah, but like the, the same thing. Like a Patrick Bateman type character. And all of that aside, I got a, a sidebar. Speaking of the Bullet Club, guys, are we, are we members of Bullet Club? I have a t shirt, so yes. Matt, are we members of Bullet Club? I thought I, th- I thought we already were, because it, it seems like they have a kajillion fucking members right now. Are you sure we didn't get initiated? I, I mean, I know me and Matt, me and Mike are members of uh, DF on Grimm's Toy Show, but are we members of Bullet Club too? I'm pretty sure. Were we ever initiated? Mike, what do you think? I don't know. Do you have any Bullet Club merchandise? Have you ever taken I... a picture with a member of one of them? I shook Cody Rhodes's hand once. Up close enough. That close enough. That counts. Uh, yeah, but by the way, the fucking ascension was so close to winning the tag titles. Oh my god, oh, you were! I had never seen anybody. This you were going to the... be the worst WrestleMania ever, and I wanted the ascension to be the tag champs going in. Let's make this more horrible, please. You gotta understand, he was actually. I was rooting for them. I was rooting for them. By the way, in the ascension proved they are the dumbest assholes on the planet. Oh my god. Okay. This was laid out for them. This was laid out for them like a fucking three-course meal, okay? The Usos kicked the shit out of American Alpha. All they had to do was let Victor or Connor 
pin one of them. They were already played out in the ring. That was it. But instead, what do they do, Mike? They pick him up, go for the phone, man, and then kick out. Kick out. Kick out. You had one option. You had two options here, Ascension. You had two. You picked the wrong fucking one. They look. They look so fucking close. You, you were. You were the only person in the fucking world who was so sad that the Ascension did not. <laughs> Matt, he's the only guy in the world who is heartbroken that the Ascension. I was like, aw. You fucking alpha bitches. <laughs> oh my god. It just shows what a sad state the tag team division is in right now. It's all a bunch of losers. Both shows, they both suck. I mean, oh let's face it. You can name all of the really good tag teams in WWE on one hand. Alpha, Club, Sheamus and Cesaro, New Day, and wait, who else? I think that's it. Usos? Uh, mm, 50-50 on that one. They're good, but they're boring. You could not. Okay, you want to hear something funny about Matt? You could not convince this dude to vote, vote, uh, to cheer for the Usos even when they were heel face. He hated them, right, Matt? Yeah, always did. Oh, everybody, he, everybody hated them. No, but like he hated them even when people liked them. Oh, really? Like during that um, when they were facing the Shield. Yep. Like that in the, during really you hated them then. Everybody started hating them around when they associated with Roman. Well, that was of course. Just, that was my proxy. Hate Roman. That was my proxy. That was yeah. my proxy. So that pretty much does it for Elimination Chambers. So let's start talking about Raw. And of course, there's a lot of big things that happened on Raw. Let's start small and work our way up. I think that the first thing to talk we'll, about we'll define small. Are we talking about the debut of Emelina? Yes, we are. Okay. Ben, how long did this promo last? How long do they build this up for? 17 weeks. And how, <laughs> and how long was the segment? Uh, f- the length of a fucking fart. Thank Matt, you. Did you. Matt, did you see this? What? Matt, Where? did you see this? Okay. What was that? Oh, sorry. Emelina? Did you see this shit? No, I did not. Okay. Good for you, good sir. Good for you. You were spared the annoyance. Okay. They you but you've seen the Emelina promo, right? It's like she's she's posing and all sorts of shit and she's gonna be like, the wait will be worth it. Was the wait worth it? Like you've like you've you've seen all the promos where like they use all of her Instagram photos and they're like, All of you've been so good. It's like, oh fuck you, you Australian dumb bitch. (laughs) <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! But yeah, no. But Matt, what happens oh. is she, she finally comes out, and she's in like a gold dress. Like the music is all angelic, and already, already, I knew something was up. I want to know because the music was way too cartoonish. I already. I didn't even pay attention to the music. I just paid attention to her. No, and like she comes out and she says, "You all have been for seventeen weeks." You have all been so patient, and now you've been waiting for the ever for the makeover from Emma to Emmalina, and now you will see the makeover from Emmalina to Emma. Thank you. 
She rickrolled us! She fucking wait. rickrolled us. Wait, wait, I don't get it. No, she said, after 17 weeks of build-up, after 17 weeks of build-up, she says, uh, you've all been patient, you've seen the evolution, the makeover of Emma to Emmalina. And then she says, yes. but now you're going to see the makeover of Emmalina to Emma. So it was Thanks. a troll. It was a gimmick troll. that never happened. Exactly. It was, it, was no, it was revealed. It was revealed earlier yesterday that there actually was a, re- a reason for them putting the kibosh on the whole thing. Apparently they were trying to make her a throwback to gimmicks like Sable or the cat. But in like the pre-taped stuff they were doing, like her testing out the role, it just didn't work. So they decided, eh, screw it. We'll just put her back in her old gimmick. And I'm like... Seven, Are you fucking kidding me? 17 weeks of fucking build-up for this. They had to have realized this at a certain point, like around week 12. They had to have realized that the idea wasn't going to work, so they figured, screw it. Let's use this to just give her nuclear heat, and it's working. <laughs> check out the, Matt, check out the like-to-dislike ratio on the video. It is, it's insane. Well, are they going to push really? her as a, what are they going to push her as, a face or a bad? Oh, bad heel, face? definitely, because like. Uh, heel. Let me tell oh, you. Then I'll that's check, perfect. I'll get, I'll check the video because, hang on, let me uh, double check wait, this wait, here. Wait, oh. Why are you checking Okay, that? oh, <laughs> holy shit. Guys, listen to this. 7,429 likes to 13,723 dislikes. Nice. Holy shit. That's As a- Grim would say, people are pissed. Matt, that's some Ghostbusters trailer, like, nuclear levels hate. Ooh, don't Ray bring Ramundo, politics into this Ray now. Ray Ramundo goes, uh, it's got X-Pac heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but, the, at least, but at least this can be used for future storylines. Be like, I, do, do you remember when I told you I was going to be Emmalina? No? Okay. Wait, she was out there for a minute, 30 seconds? <laughs> yep, thir- yep, minute, 30 seconds after 17, over 100 days of buildup. That's wonderful. It, it, I, on a level... <laughs> On a sick level, I kind of loved it because it was such a heavy-handed. Hey, guess what? Fuck you. On a certain level, I kind of, I kind of liked it because it was such a blatant fuck you. Yeah. Well, we go from one woman that trolled us to WWE once again trolling the fuck out of us with the women's championship, Charlotte versus Bailey, and we get a new women's champion again. Can I am going to be the most? Can I take the floor for just one second? I'm All yours, buddy. I'm done with this. I am about to be the most cynical asshole on the planet, and this is coming from a guy who really Wonderful. likes who really likes Charlotte and loves Bailey. Okay. Yes. This did when Bailey won. This should have gotten a much bigger reaction out of me. And literally, the minute the three count happened, the minute she got the belt, I wasn't like, holy shit, Bailey's finally won the title. She's achieved the highest mountaintops. So literally, I was thinking to myself, oh, she's going she's gonna to lose it back to Charlotte at Roadblock. At Fastlane. She's going to lose it to her at Fastlane. And what's the point? And literally, if what I'm thinking is, if what I'm thinking after your main uh, women's baby face wins the gold, well, in this case, the white, wins the strap, if yeah. my first thought isn't, holy shit, I'm so happy, and my first thought is, oh, th- this is what's going to happen, you have failed as a storyteller. You- well, Ben, well, Ben, that sounds wonderful. Oh, God, no, don't play the song. Wonderful. Fuck. 
Can I, CJ, please isolate that part of just a wonderful fuck? That was a great song. It is I a like great that song, but it's yep. not Whole Milk Mites. It's Mr. I didn't even ask for it, so don't even get mad at me for it. Fuck nah, I like that. Chuckle Mites is ship. <laughs> it's a picture of Mr. Wonderful's on the live stream. No! Damn it. Why? Why are you doing this? No! Smoke! Somebody, somebody said my dad's singing it. Oh, God. God damn it. His dad What's, is... What song is that? Where does it even come from? I never heard it, it before. It's, Mr. A, it's an old WCW theme. Paul Orndorff oh. used it. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. But that does it for the women's thing. Well, honestly, Matt, what did you think? It, it was underwhelming, right? What was? Bailey just winning the title on Raw. What are you talking about? I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> Moving. Okay, I'm not playing the. Uh, is it safe to say that they're going to have the song that holds that title? Wait, couldn't hear you. Wait for the song to start playing. Repeat your last point. Isn't it? Like, do you guys have the feeling that they're going to have Charlotte hold that belt like 16 times like her dad? Oh, they might do that. Like on a Raw, she loses. Pay per view, she wins. Raw loses. Pay per view, win. When, if she goes to SmackDown, SmackDown loses. Pay per view win. Like I see a pattern coming starting here, and apparently the WrestleMania match is Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and Nia in a four way. Does Charlotte or, get the belt back there, or does she get it back at Fastlane? And if you were gonna, they should have had like. And by the way, can I just say Dana Brooke just showed up. She just. Yeah, where the fuck has this woman been? She just showed up, and I was really like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." She was like, I her "Remember mi- you?" She was like her mini me for like five fucking months. Where has she been for like the past few matches? Main event. Oh yeah, that, sh- that I don't watch main event. Who does? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> this is gonna be like don't watch. We pissed off like a, a, like all of the people in the chat. They'd be like, "I watch main Aww. event." If, if you're bored and drunk, that's the show you watch on the network. The people who wrestle on main event don't even watch main event. But still, that does it for the whole women's uh, title. And now we get into the whole point of what happened on Monday Night Raw. The In Festival what? of Friendship. The Festival of Friendship between uh, Jericho, uh, J- Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho decides to celebrate their friendship with um with extravagant Las, Las, Las Vegas girls and extravagant gifts. He gives Mike. What did he give? Uh, what did Chris Jericho give to the Kevin? Fir- the first gift was like a statue or something. It looked like like balls. <laughs> it looked like two fucking testicles up in the air. It looked like two intertwining dildos. It was seven thousand dollars though. It was worth it. <laughs> no, it's seven seven thousand dollars for twisting testicles. Yeah, oh. they like that. <laughs> then the uh, what was the next second gift, gift was, was a painting. It was a painting. It was the birth of Adam. But if with, I know our DJ, he's going to be putting the picture up on the live stream right now. He'll be getting. There'll be visuals to follow, of course. Which, if you're listening to this on the on our iTunes or our it's podcast, it's called the creation of Adam. Actually, it's not the birth of Adam, and it was painted by Michelangelo. Thank you very much. And it's located in the Sistine Chapel. Thank you very much. Oh, we got our little arts. We got a little artsy fartsy snob here tonight. Whatever. Well, I don't know anything. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> 
Like I just got lost there. I don't. Whatever. Yeah. So shut up. So they yeah. got him a painting. Yeah, yeah, with the face. painting of Jericho naked, and Owens half naked. <laughs> yeah, and I, I got that got a great pop for me. And then he he brought out friendship, the magician. By the way, our new our new DJ's name is Friendship. Oh yeah, we. Oh yeah, Friendship D- the Magic. Uh, DJ. <laughs> Friendship the Magic. Uh, DJ DJ, I uh, love you. Long time is on vacation for a little bit, so it's our new DJ, DJ Friendship. Who we didn't just find this week. Yeah, stop that shit! I will. F- you will last five minutes here, motherfucker. I like this meme. <laughs> this meme, it's a fucking soundbite. Regardless. We, and, we, and then probably the uh, friendship. One of the highlights of this segment. Friendship the Magician comes out and he gets put on the there list. There we go. There, there's the picture in the live stream. There it, it is. is. Rip Jericho. But then right we'll, before. We'll get to that part. Before the biggest moment, uh, Jericho calls out Goldberg and he says, Goldberg, you're going to get. It cuts to commercial. And then we, when we come back, he's, he's in the still standing there. Boat. And he says, it. They actually held it through commercial. Just you so know what? I don't I don't buy that. I think he unpaused and was like, Las Vegas sucks. This place is a dump. And then like he went back into position. I think he did that to get try and get some heat. I think so. But like that kind of reminds me of when he was doing that list of a thousand and one holds and like it would cut to commercial and he was still reading off the list. <laughs> No, 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 no. He said that um, once they went to commercial, he stopped reading off the list. It was like, the Bulls fucking suck. All your teams suck. And then when they came back, he was like, arm bar. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that's that video. Oh, if you've never seen the clip of him reading the list of 1,001 holds, it's, it's brilliant. It's one of his uh, finer WCW moments. But he calls, of- out, he calls out Goldberg. They play the theme song. Out walks Gilberg. I noticed how Michael Cole actually had to take a minute to explain to the people watching who the fuck Gilberg was, and I'm like, there's not much You're to You're telling it. me that announcer took the time to, uh, to explain something? Yeah. Fuck off. I, no, I'm not even kidding. He says, for our younger viewers, this was a parody. He's a parody of Goldberg, you He's see. not the real one. He's a little different. Oh, a little bit. A little different. You, you may not be able to see it at first. It's kind of it's, it's one of those uncanny valley type things. But if you look, if you put them side by side and you really squint, you can really see the finer differences. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Gilbert comes down. Kevin Owens sees this immediately, knocks him the fuck out. Just wrecks his shit. Just wrecks him. And even as he was getting pulled out by the refs, he was still getting Gilbert chance, which was great. Sidebar, do you think they're going to do something with Gilberg and James Ellsworth? No. I don't even, don't even, no. No. It writes its, Matt, it writes itself, right? Yeah. I see them doing something in the Andre Battle Royal. Oh, God. I, I always forget, is, isn't it kind of telling how little an impact that thing has made that I always forget about it until they announce it? It's, it's totally acceptable. Yeah. So Kevin Owens grabs the mic and he's like, "Listen," and this is this is about the time when when the bomb's about to drop. He he says, "I got you a gift. It's not it's it's something small, but I got you something." So Jericho opens it. He reads. He's like, "Oh look, you got me a list." And then he reads it. He goes, "Why is my name on it?" He lifts then- it up. On the back it says, "List 
of KO. And then camera pans to Kevin Owens with, with this, that sick, with that sick smile. But they not even a smile, just this. We we got a Kevin Steen look. Everybody. No, he he was flatter. He was Kevin Steening it in this thing. He was just looking at him like, oh, this is the Antichrist of Ring of Honor looking at you right now. Runs up to him, wrecks his shit, tears off the cat, t- smashes the TV, does all this shit, power bombs him on the apron, sm- smashes him through the Geratron. And I'm just like, how ironic is that that over, Jesus Christ, over nine years ago, Chris Jericho tosses the exact Shawn same thing, thing to Shawn Michaels. And now, almost ten years later, the same thing happens to him. Jericho got his comeuppance. He got his comeuppance. And, you, and finally, I never thought the day would come where I'd see a heel turn heel. If anybody in the chat wants to admit that they called it, I want, I want them to fess up right now. Because I don't think anybody called this from Monday. I kind of... Nobody, nobody two hours before the show was like, oh, I think Kevin's going to turn on Jericho. No, I didn't, I, call, no, I didn't call... Nobody called it. I didn't nobody. call it two hours. I didn't call it two hours before. I called it right before the segment started because I saw that... DJ goes, I called it. Fuck you. Fuck you. I saw that bit where Jer- where Owens was talking to Triple H and he was like bartering with him. I'm thinking, what? Oh are yeah, they- that was that was that was something that we left out too. They were for yeah. the storyline that Triple H is like the great manipulator and the great corruptor. I'm like, and like Chris uh, Owens had an actual friendship with somebody. He was like, friendship will make you weak. You don't need it. and You, you must destroy. It was kind of like Anakin Skywalker, you must destroy the thing you love to truly become one with the dark side. Ray goes, this is what the law needs. This is the law of daddy needs to do to the GAWP boys. Can we just ban him from this fucking live stream? <laughs> uh, nah. Is it possible, DJ? His tag team partner is on the fucking stream with us. I think it'd be kind of rude. Announcers should have mentioned Triple H. I don't. I don't think should they have mentioned the Triple H thing? Is Triple H called the Triple H getting his ear and telling him to do this? I don't know. It seems like that seems like something that you should just leave for the audience. Like it's that little little tip off to the audience that something bad is about to happen. But like what I was saying before, like I th- I never thought I'd see the day come where like I'd see a heel turn heel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think they should have mentioned the Triple H thing because I don't want because I don't want WWE to betray Kevin Owens as this dumb son of a bitch that gets man- manipulated easily. I want this to be played out as Kevin Owens. This was his idea from the very beginning, and Triple H just taught him and gave him a little encouragement to go with it. He kind of just goaded him into it a little bit more. It was just like, you know what? You don't need Jericho. Jericho's holding you back. He put you in a fucking title match with Goldberg, of all people. Teach him a lesson, like that type of thing. Matt, what did you think of the segment? Like, do do you agree that this was like a great payoff, right? It's really funny because with any other guys, this would have been really kind of goofy and like Mm. pretty predictable. And even if it was kind of goofy, they played it so straight. Um, And especially at the end, the delivery was so fantastic that you can look past the the goofiness of it and actually feel something. Like there's a ton of memes, memes floating around with people like really like it was a really genuine segment when it was probably on paper as being really goofy and over the top. They just, they're both really talented guys and it shows. Jericho saying, This has been one of my favorite runs in all of WWE. And he's Which like, Which is true. It seems like he really meant it. 
if this had been like, I saw a post online that was actually quite telling. He's he's giving oh my God, him all... the amount of sad faces we're getting right now. Oh, oh my God. lord! The stream, oh, sadness. The stream of sadness. Okay, guys, yes, calm down. he calm does. Down. Calm I like that. Down. I like that. I like that. Give this... me more sad. I, I like your tears. Give me more tears. <laughs> the daddy requires tears. No, but what happens is, but like somebody posts, if this had been like an early two thousands, late nineties crowd, they would have been booing the shit out of Chris Jericho for giving him those gifts because they were kind of, kind of gay. Sick. Kind of gay. They were kind of sissy and gay. But Shit. no, the audience was honestly kind of going, "Oh, be a man." That, that's kind of sweet. The on, the audience was honestly believing how yeah. earnest and thing it was. And then when Jericho said, "It's a new list," the audience was like, "Yay, you got him a new list." And then when Jericho said, "Wait, why is my name on this?" The whole audience was just like, "Oh no!" You can audibly hear it. Honestly, this was it's been just- even. It, when we were uh, Skype calling, and you were like, "Wait, does that say Jericho?" And then when you looked it up, it was like, "Oh fuck!" It was just like it was just about. I, I don't say this very often about WWE. Okay, now, now stop with the angry face. I gotta say, even <laughs> WWE fucks stuff up a lot. Even when stuff is good, there's always one or two things that could make it better. This is the one of the only times I'll ever use this word. This segment was just about as perfect as a segment can be. It was funny, it told a good story, and it showed good character dynamics, and it built, and it furthered the Goldberg storyline at the same time, mm. and it made Kevin Owens a killer again. It made him a, an evil monster again. By the way, this makes it more obvious that Jericho's going to cost Owens the strap at Fastlane, and Goldberg's going to take it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and what are they going to do with the U.S. title? I think they should take it off him. If he's not going to show up in the next few weeks, and like they should, well, they could play that. Oh, he's 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 not medically cleared to defend it. So you know what? We at fast lane, wow. you will get a United States Championship wow. match. Oh my lord! Ben, wow, look that's at, Ben. Look at Ben. Look at the live stream. Oh, oh my! That that <laughs> is that's I'm I'm magic. I'm magic. The the ma- I'm friendship weed. magic. You're it's it's, dad, magic. it's it's daddy the magician. No, but I feel like oh, I should be Jericho and Ray. Ray should be a KO because we're like the best. I gotta say now. though, my face is a little weird on there. Matt's, you're, you're not. You don't have a neck. I gotta say, Mike, yours looks strangely good. Like yours actually fits. I can. No, buy ben, it. no, Ben, yours actually does too. Because that'd be something you would do. You would hold the mic to your ear. <laughs> that is something. I, that is what I do when I'm interviewing Darius Carter or Ace Andrews. I'm holding the. Microphone of to- like you hold you, you, you hold you hold your phone to your ear. So can you tell me <laughs> what was it like when you most- started training? Why aren't you holding it near my mouth? Fuck you. So wait, what was I saying before? Oh yeah, they should do it fast lane for the U.S. title. Uh, Sammy versus Samoa Joe. Ooh, that's a good idea. Or either put the U.S. on, on um, put it on the line with uh, Roman and Braun and get Braun the strap. How much you want to bet this is the excuse they're going to use to change the design of the belt? To what? I don't know. Something generic. It's going to be, oh, I guarantee you, it's going to be white plates with a red, white, and blue flag strap. Oh, you know what? There was a leaked uh, image for the new Intercontinental title. They can just recolor that. By the oh, way, yeah, the but- new design for the Intercontinental title does not look bad, people. It if it's does. if that's the actual design, let's let's be. There was a lot of there was a lot of fan art floating mm-hmm. around online before the the Universal title came out, and look what that ended up looking like. I thought that looked yeah. great. 
Do you actually like, honestly, all bullshit aside, do you actually like the design of the Universal title? Do you feel like no. the... You no. don't? Okay, I, no. I, I, I haven't gotten used to it. It's, it's so stupid. A belt so bad it actually ruined an entire, an entire match. Why is he show? Why is the live stream showing a, a, a picture of Ray Ray of Ray Ray Mundo with uh, Mark Henry? <laughs> what, what live stream are you talking about? Our live stream. That's a good picture. Oh shit! <laughs> just scrolled up for me. <laughs> what madness is this? Okay, now it's gone again. Okay, a little randomness. Oh my god, our DJ can be nonsensical in visual form now. Milk chocolate, everybody. No, oh god, sexual chocolate. No, Ray's white, Mark's, uh, you know what, milk chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah, milk chocolate, there we go. Oh god, now he's just blasting it over. Okay, back on track here. So that was the celebration of friendship. I think we're all in agreement. A strong Five stars, five stars. Best segment Raw has done ever since the draft. Oh god, yes. One of the best things they've done. The only other segment that I really really enjoyed was when the when team <laughs> when team SmackDown and team Raw were in the same ring with each other. That was Oh, this segment blew that uh, out of the water. water. That was that was good. This was better. So let's so that was Monday Night Raw. That's By the way, Robert in the chat goes Triple H equals Satan. Yeah, he is Robert, we, I have to agree with you. Uh, Triple H is the great manipulator. He's the corrupter. He takes these... But everybody loves him on NXT. Yeah, no, I find that so weird. Like, I, I th- that's why I thought it was so weird when Seth finally showed up on NXT to, like, call him out. And he was like, I'm calling you out where everybody likes you. Which was like, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, why is... But, um... Okay, now the DJ is just getting ridiculous. He's just he's just playing around with the photos. Like, what do you mean? He's just he's oh. just he's just messing with us. But regardless, let's move on to he's SmackDown. Me- he's, not, he's not messing with us. He's messing with Ray. <laughs> oh, that's what you get, asshole. But still, Mark <laughs> Henry with his least favorite Ray Ray. <laughs> no, he's just making the photo dance around. For those of you who are going to be listening to this after the fact on iTunes, you're going to be so fucking lost. You you are not gonna understand what's going on, so take our word for it that our DJ is animating a photo to just dance around. Okay, there we go. Back to it. Let's, yeah, there we go. Let's move on to SmackDown Live. Um, overall, I don't. I didn't think SmackDown beat Raw this week. I thought Raw won, but SmackDown was still really good this week. When they opened with Bray Wyatt with the WWE title around his waist, that was a really nice visual. It was nice to see that. And like I said earlier, he's wearing his version of like a suit, which I thought was fun. And then he's just like, I truly do have the whole world in my hands. And I thought that was like... You sound, you sound like just like Bray Wyatt from the beginning of the show. Oh, do I, do I sound like Bray no. yeah, Whoever was doing that impression at the beginning of the show really knows what they're doing when it comes to vocals and impressions. That dude is great. <laughs> oh, Ray's pissed. Ray is pissed in the show. <laughs> I will... It's like I have been around. He the said, best. "Hey, he, he now, has been around like you, simpletons, other than my best friend." <laughs> Matt, can you add <sighs> some validity to this whole best friend thing? Are you serious? <laughs> that shit, I swear to God, Matt. Are they're, you, the, they're, they're the wonderful friends, apparently. Matt, are you two really wonderful friends? Love, Daddy. There you go. There you have it. That's Love. all I got to say about that. 
So I got to say about that. We already talked about the segment, the top of the show. So what else is there to talk about on SmackDown? Like, I think the other thing to mention was we got the seeds planted at Elimination Chamber. We didn't mention this. The seeds were planted for the John Cena, Nikki Bella, Miz and Maurice tag team match they want to do at WrestleMania. <laughs> do you guys, did you guys see that? They, 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 they very subtly planted the seeds for this storyline. Which one? Which the, the tag team match. During, uh, oh, this was on SmackDown, actually, my mistake. During the backstage brawl between Natty and Nikki, somebody throws a pile of cocaine at, uh, at Maurice. What? You know, there was a huge dish of white powder. It was a huge dish of white power. And, yeah. White power? White, no, like white powder. <laughs> That's something different. That's something different. You can't talk, you can't talk tonight. Surprise, Nikki motherfucker! Ooh, that was a Dexter thing. That was cool. Oh, that was Nikki a Dexter. Bella threw cocaine at Maurice, and she which looked... equals white power. White power. I guess so. No, it's like, but yeah, no, you, you forgot to take that. Whoever left that thing there, fucked up because that cocaine was supposed to go to the writers' room. That's how they get their ideas. I think that was Mojo Raleigh's stash. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but. but um... Yeah, there was a there was a subtle tease, and on SmackDown they didn't even acknowledge it. They're just like, "Oh, yeah, she's, that didn't happen." When they have their match, Maurice is gonna come out. She's gonna cost her the match. It's like that's for the cocaine, and I'm like, "Was it your cocaine? What's going on here?" Ridiculous. But yeah, I can't wait for the wedding. Oh my god! You know, can I tell you guys this, Nikki? Three, can with I this ring? You, you can't see me. John, you have made me fearless. More feminine, Ben. You have made me fearless. That's much better. <laughs> I, I don't know what that says regardless, but I got to say, I had this freak idea of what they're going to do. Okay, John Cena and Nikki are going to beat them at WrestleMania. And before they leave the ring, John Cena is going to pull out a ring and he's going to propose to Nikki at WrestleMania. Imagine it's a swerve. I want to marry your sister, Nikki. And like Daniel Bryan. (laughs) And on that lovely little note, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We've been going for a while, so we will be right back after a quick commercial break with more of the general admission. For the love of God, the DJ put cocaine on Matt's face. <laughs> that and that is how you end going. And yes, Jason Bob eighty seven. That is indeed a lot of power. A lot of power. We interrupt we... this program to bring you a special report. Giggity, 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 stick around. Yo, my name is Little McNugget, and your bitch ass is listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Featuring Whole Milk Mike and Avenging Ben. They sound like Power Rangers. Anyway, find General Admission Wrestling Powcast every Friday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podtastic, and now available on TuneIn Radio. Every Friday night. Why go to a McDonald's when you could just listen? To the general admission wrestling podcast. Also, buy my mixtape 
Little Nugget Big Nugget on SoundCloud. Anyway, follow the General Admission Wrestling Powcad on social media. The Instagram and Twitter is at the GAWP Show. That's at the GAWP Show. The Facebook page is General Admission Wrestling Powcad. And also, go fund Lorenz Dean for a new boxing ring. This is Little McNugget signing off. How can? Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race to you. These days are on. Hey, everybody, it's Happy Lorenz Dean here from Pro Wrestling Punchlines, and y'all listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Boxing ring. So right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast already in progress. Why that commercial? Why every damn time? It's only been the second week, buddy. Oh my lord, where the Dean's on the screen right now. Uh oh no, no, damn it, get rid of that! <laughs> We're just implicating ourselves even more, damn it. No, okay, moving on. So we pretty much covered everything that we needed to involving the... Oh, God, Lorenz dancing. ...the world of uh, wrestling this week. So I think the... So as we start to start bringing it to a close tonight, I gotta ask, uh, a little, this is something we don't normally cover on the show. The last time we did... We only do this when there's something really major going on in the, in the industry. But have you guys heard that Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather have come to an agreement about their fight? Uh, yeah. What about you, Matt? Did you hear about this? I heard about it. My only question is what kind of fight is it going to be? Is it, yeah, that's my biggest. That was what I was going to ask, actually. Is it going to be a straight-up UFC shoot fight? With like punches and kicks and and hard shots allowed, or is it going to be a bo- is it going to be a boxing match in a boxing ring? In a in boxing a- ring. Boxing ring. Hey Matt, say boxing ring. Boxing ring. There we go. Okay, but everything yeah. we've, we've satisfied the quota. Regardless, um. So what do you guys? We have a quota. We have a quota. Yeah, we have a quota to fill. If we do not say boxing ring three times every show, um, we die. The DJ kills us. We all die. Like a mouse. Exactly. But seriously, what do you guys think about this? This UFC versus boxer thing? It's exciting. Well, hope McGregor not... kills him. <laughs> I think it's going to be. You, I hope so, too. I, I hope so. I hope Conor McGregor kicks his ass, but I don't know if that's going to happen because if it's a UFC fight, yes, McGregor would murder him. But if it's a. Once he gets him on the ground. Mayweather's done for. But if this is a boxing match in a boxing ring, then actually, yeah, it is worth it to mention the boxing ring because it, 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 it might be in a boxing ring. Because, yeah, it, it, is McGregor used to a boxing ring? Does he know how to handle himself in a, in, a, in a squared circle instead of the octagon? 
Vice versa, does Mayweather know how to handle himself in the Optimism Wrestling Podcast? Stop it! Well, well, McGregor should at least begin training for that. Be like to work on his stand up. And Mayweather, I I don't think he he'll work on his ground game at all. I think he'll just go in there swinging for the fences, and hopefully he connects. We'll need to uh, consult with uh, Jim Russell. Yeah, we need to talk to Jim Russell about. He's more he knows more about this than we do. If you have any questions about that, go check out Choked Out Radio on iTunes. Those guys do. He does great work with uh, UFC and other such things. He is way more appropriate to talk about that than we do if we ever talk about ufc again on the show it's gonna we're gonna have we're gonna get him back for it there's there's lots to talk about lots, lots to talk to, to talk, talk about. about so pretty much we are so we just wanted to mention that very briefly just something interesting in the world of sports that was worth talking about but yes. i gotta ask i gotta ask you guys we are what six weeks out from wrestlemania right now yes about but, like, what do you guys see? Do you think that the main event and the overall card of WrestleMania looks... Oh, for that- the love of fucking... <laughs> the picture on the live stream. There's a boxing ring. Right well, there. of course there's a boxing ring. But I got to ask you guys. Do you, Matt, do you think that the WrestleMania... Marking out, bro. Mark out. Do you think that the WrestleMania main event looks better or worse than it did last year? Well, last year the main event was Reigns and Triple H, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's we're in better shape. Well, and there's the main in your opinion, what's the main event for the show? Well, oh. for the Universal Title, it's going it's to be it's going to be Goldberg and Lesnar. That is that's the, the poster. That's the poster right there. I gotta be honest. Matt, you're the perfect guy to talk about this. Just a few nights ago, me and uh, me and Matt rewatched, and I had never seen it in full before. He showed me the original Goldberg Brock Lesnar match from WrestleMania 20. Right? You yeah. you never saw it, Ben? I, I had seen clips of it. I had seen the clips where they both audibly just give up, but I had never seen the full match promo included from start to finish. I had never seen the full oh, thing. Oh my god, platform is your the platform's yours. Talk about talk about that bullshit. Okay, if there, oh God, I had never, Matt, had you seen this before you showed it to me? Not in full, it was our first time watching it through. And it was, literally, you, you can tell the audience, I was audibly saying, wow, this is shit, this is horrible. Yeah, I mean, the first half of the match was them looking at each other, and I mean that literally. Just them mean-mugging each other for like five, six minutes, and then they find, literally, you said, you screamed at the screen, God damn it, punch each other already. You said this. Yeah, they just, it was pretty. And, I mean, even before the bell rang, the audience was already against both of them, so it was already dead. They, they were screaming, you sold out. You sold out at these two. And I'm like, ooh, this is not going to end well. Fun fact, the internet broke during that week that both Brock and Lesnar were leaving. Brock was leaving after his contract was ending after Mania, and Brock left for football. So the the whole of the yeah. The, so the internet broke. Yeah. So once they came out, they realized, just fuck this. The hype's gone. Let's ruin it. Yeah. I have never seen. If you want to see what it's like for two dudes to just intentionally sabotage a match, there you go. But my point is, are people actually excited for this to happen again? Because. Well, I think here's my theory. That's the reason they've made it a championship match, because whoever wins has to stick around. It's, it's obviously going to be Brock. 
Oh, it's it's gotta be Brock because he has to get his heat back. He's been bitched out two times now. He, he loses in a minute and twenty four seconds. Well, three. Well, three if you count the first one. The well, first yeah. encounter. Yeah, but regardless. And then uh, Goldberg just bitches him out in 20 seconds in the Rumble, spears him, drops him out. Matt, you were having literally none of that that night. You were so pissed. The Royal Rumble one? Oh, yeah, when Goldberg just speared him and dumped him out, and that was all of Lesnar that we got. Uh, it kind of ruined some of my predictions of what was going to happen, so and what I was about not that? pleased. And I wanted to see Braun Strowman face off with Brock Lesnar. That shit didn't happen. Nope. Yeah, was- dude, Braun Strowman would kill Brock, or yeah. Brock, or or Goldberg. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't think they bothered doing that. But still, do people actually want to see this match? People in the chat, I implore you, I ask you, those of you who were watching wrestling, I started watching wrestling in 2007. I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm 19. I didn't watch Goldberg on TV. I barely watched any of Brock Lesnar. I watched most of his old matches on DVD after the fact. Please, yeah. I ask you in the chat, are you, Be honest. Exci- are you excited for this match? And put aside the fact that they're both larger-than-life, godlike figures. Do you think they'll actually have a good match? I seriously want to know. Maybe. While we wait like, for that, did you guys also hear during this week that um, Braun Strowman got chewed out by Vince a couple of weeks ago when he, when he said title match instead of title shot oh my god i heard about i was so confused about why it was worded so weirdly but then i was like title match it's title shot and i'm like you're chewing him out over this the word match is so offensive yeah that is insanity to me so oh wait no 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 he said the other way around he said title shot instead of title match and I was just like, well, seriously, uh, gotcha. seriously. Okay, we have, we have a response down below. Low expectations. Jason Bob 87 coming at it with the correct answer, going in with low expectations. Eh. They need, they need to gimmick this match to the fucking, to the fucking yeah. roof. To the gills. No holds barred, last man standing, something. Hell count anywhere, have them go around the fucking stadium. Yeah, at least make if you're gonna do this, make it into a fight. Make it in, make, it, make, make it make it out of control. Make it bloody. Uh, Ray says it will be better than twenty. We hope so. We hope so. If if anything, they'll learn from that. WWE does not always learn from their mistakes, but that was like the biggest bomb they ever had. So I think they're going in with a slight more bit of trepidation this time around. But like, yeah. We were watching it, and if, you have, if you've ever wanted to see, forget about Royal Rumble 2014 or 2015 or any other, or like maybe any CM Punk or any Yes Chant. If you've ever wanted to see a crowd just completely hijack a match, Wait. go and watch it. It's, it's honestly kind of entertaining for just how big of a dumpster fire train wreck it is. Yeah, but this, this new match, it's going to be a lot better than Ray versus Ben, I have to say. God damn it! <laughs> Any, anything will be better than Ben versus Ray. Yeah. Mojo Raleigh versus Kurt Harkins was five times better than that. Okay, are you guys just gonna hold that over my? Oh, go! No, not that picture. Yeah, it's a picture. Is this old? Damn it! It's the meme. Why do you have? Oh, it's the meme. 
Why do you have to remind it's a, me? It's of a picture this? of the Ray curb stomp on Ben in the parking Ray, lot. Of the Matt, Lodge. Matt, Ray goes my best friend is Saturday Freight. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be on. No, I don't blame it on Ray. It's all Ben. Oh, fuck you! I was the only one running. I was running during that match. I was on fire. Didn't you see that that milk carton? Ben needs to work on his moves. Ben needs to work on his moves, bro. Ben needs to work on his moves. He doesn't know what he's doing. I was going to hit him with a basic... Yeah, look at that. I was going to hit him with a basic (laughs) DDT. The most lethal (laughs) weapon in my arsenal. And he cheated to win, and then fucker gave me a participation award. I I tried to hit him with a basic TDT instead. I got a participation award. No wonder this movie, man. Okay, that is funny. I want that to remain because that is hilarious. But still, my my trash bag wrestling aside. Um, no wonder this moves banned. Oh my god, you got here just, come the tears. Oh, I like that. I like that. It's the trail of just the trail of sadness. That is just a river of sadness, a ocean of tears. That is horrible. DJ, you, you DJ, DJ needs to share that to the trash bag wrestler page. DJ needs to share that. Oh, what I, I deserve to? We deserve me. I know maybe I do, but like you, you think Ray Raymundo deserves to be ranked among such people as uh, such people as um, Redneck Joe? Um, ah, that's you, babe. That's you. You're the one that's you called, babe. Yeah, babe. you like that. <laughs> I do not like that. Damn it. Okay. Wow. What the fuck? What hey, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. I'm looking at this Trash Pack Wrestlers Facebook page right now. This is... Oh, no! Oh, God, look at this. What, did they share you guys? Did they share no, you? No, they didn't share us, but oh, dear Lord, this is... This is something horrible. There's literally just this dude who's like the size of a fucking house, and they've just given him fucking spaghetti straps as... They've given him just spaghetti straps. as He's like a, a discount Big Daddy Big Daddy well, literally it's just this dude... Who's like the size of a fucking house? Oh my just lord! What the fuck is that? Fucking spaghetti straps as little suspenders. What the fuck are they? I don't even know. I'm I'm sending it to the DJ so he can share it to the chat so people can see it to put it on the screen. But if you have not seen, if you are listening after the fact, go to the Trash Bag Wrestlers Facebook page and it is a picture of a man with a red mohawk, a man in a blue singlet, and in front of them is a man the size of a whale with spaghetti strap singlets crashing into them. <laughs> the size okay, of a yeah, whale. Yeah, yeah. This is horrible. This is this is just, this is just horrible. Oh my lord. But I don't see it. Where is it? Hang on, I will share it to the Skype. I will share it to the Skype. So you can see this. Oh, there it is. It's on the chat. It's on the chat now, but there they'll feast your eyes on this. Oh my god! If you've never followed this page, it is hilarious. How do you th- how do you think we discovered Redneck Joe? Wow, yep. that's where Redneck you- Joe started. No, I got like Mike. For those of you who have not been listening since episode two, um, can you explain to the audience who Redneck Joe is? Even Matt, I don't think might know. I, I remember this. I know this already. At this yeah. point, just wear a shirt. <laughs> like God, at this point, look at this dude. Look at this dude. Oh my God! I feel I feel too, I feel bad for the two people that he's about to squish. Oh God! He, that oh no, those those poor bastards. That is horrible. Psychosis and who the fuck is that in the background? Uh, kind of uh, looks like a. Is that one of the is Reese that, from the flock? Although is, is that Axel Rotten? Okay, that's is that Axel Rotten. Yeah, he looks so scared. We'll say Axel Rotten. 
He looks oh so scared to be there. God. I don't think he knew what he was doing. I, th- I don't think that's his wrestling costume. I think he just wound up there by accident. Look how scared his face looks. <laughs> like, he thought why, he was... the Elks Lodges, like why, why the fuck am I going to the... Oh, I thought I was going to the sandwich shop. Instead, I My ended up... My friend told me to go to indie events. He said it'd be fun, they said. <laughs> gets go dragged the... in the ring and gets squished. Go to the indie show, they said. It'll be fun, they said. But yeah, that is... Oh. God. That is fucking horrendous. Like Jesus Christ. Hang on, just to just just to close out the show on a <laughs> note, let me drag up another really good one here. Oh my god, some of these, if you've never gone through this page, it is Oh my god. Hey Matt, if you've ever wanted uh you as a champion, we we have to see how you'll perform as GAWP champion, but I think even you will be better than this guy. Hang ben, on. Did you put Matt on the trash bag wrestlers page? One Ooh, like as, at one time, yes, actually. Matt, for those in the know, is not a wrestler. Tell them. You're not a wrestler. No, nah, I don't do that. He's not a wrestler. He, <laughs> I he's don't do a, that. Matt is a lot of things. He's a daddy. He's an amateur filmmaker. He's a YouTuber. He's a lot of different things. Ooh, he I works. like this video. Ooh, this is a good film. This is a good movie. Look at that. Look at that on the, look at that on the screen. That's a good movie. Wait, what are we, doing? What are we looking at? That's is, a good movie. Wow, look okay. at that. Is it my match? No, not this, damn it, no. Wow, this is impressive. No. Oh, for the love of fuck. Oh, God damn it, but still. Oh, but I was looking at the Trash Bag Wrestlers Facebook page, and I noticed this guy. Matt, if, if you are going to be a... Of course, at the look, look at the first fucking comment on, on the video. It's from Matt himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, check this out. Are we just doing a live commentary for this thing? No. Okay. I haven't worth it. it That's another not, day. Why it's do another, we have to, even Ray? I agree with Ray Raymundo. Why do we have no to, DJ? No. Why do we have to relive this? But still, uh, share the picture that I just shared. If you think Matt the Daddy Coffler is not going to uphold the title of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast with uh, prestige and honor, take a look at this chuckle nut I found on a uh, chuckle on, nut. This chuckle nut I found on Trash Bag Wrestlers. Holy oh, God, this dude. Wait, is that Jimmy Controversy? No, that's not Jimmy Controversy. Jimmy Controversy is better than this dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Jimmy Controversy, if you're listening, we want you on the show. Come on down. But seriously, this is... <laughs> this is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Okay, if you guys want the story... Okay, fuck it. I'm just putting this out here for the record. Fucking Joel. If you guys are honest to God, if you guys are honest to God going to hate on me and Ray for doing that match, you are, you're barking up. We did it for fun. We did it for the championship. We did not think it would come out that way. We got a reaction out of it. People seemed to enjoy it, just not for the reasons we intended. What did you intend? He intended to do something in the like of Grimm's Toy Show. Something kind of tongue-in-cheek. Something kind of intentionally bad. Which it, but we kind, it kind of went in the weirder direction. of Now it's kind of the boom of the troll 2 of wrestling. It is so ungodly horrendous you can't stop watching it. Well, before we close out this week's show, let's, let's do a little indie update. Indie report. Uh, so if you want to ca- if you want to meet the general admission wrestling podcast heavyweight champion Matt the Daddy Koffler, if you want to go and uh, see the Law Ray Raymundo, if you want to meet Whole Milk Milk, the creator of the general admission wrestling podcast, you can see them at the NYC Arena 
for House of Glory with Glory Comes Pride this Friday night or Saturday night? Saturday. I'll be. I'll also be at um Five Borough, Borough Friday night before that. Yeah, I'll do a bit of uh, do a bit of a streaming for Heel Turn while I'm there. I'll get a Heel Turn up and running. Why not? You know. Oh yeah. Before we close things out, should you? Uh, well, this was announced earlier, but you're going to be a part of the newly rebranded, newly reformed Heel Turn yep. Wrestling podcast with yeah. the Law, Ray Raymundo, and Salty Cameron controversy. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking my championship. I'm taking my GAWP championship to the rival brand. I'm taking it to Heel Turn. Pause for one second. Look at the chat. Look at the chat right now. This is this is the guy I was telling you about. This this skinny piece of shit holding the homemade belt. Matt, you could kick this dude's ass. I am more than certain. We're gonna revive the heel turn belt, and we're gonna trade. We are going to. We are going to. Uh, God forbid, because you guys, if you don't. Now nah, I'm winning both belts. I'm winning both belts. I take that with me. He's gonna be like the undisputed champion, like Chris Jericho. I'm gonna take them both with me. You're gonna have to fight me. You're gonna have to fight me. We will find. We will find a way, and we will. We will get our belt back. In the hopes that he would find a place for it. And he told me it hangs at the House of Glory Wrestling School, if anybody could confirm that. I've never seen a picture of it. But I had heard that it had gotten thrown away. Like one of the students didn't know what it was and it just got thrown in a garbage can, which... I wasn't too pissed about it. It was bound to happen at some point, but regardless. But then I found out, oh, it's not been thrown out. So I'm like, wait, if the podcast is coming back, we should we should bring back the belt. Yep, it's coming out of retirement. I'm going to take both belts. Yeah, so you'll probably see me fight Matt at the Daddy Hog on Saturday. Oh, God. <laughs> not, like, not what you and Ray did, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but um, I'm... I'll, like I said before, I'll be at Hog on Saturday, and I'll be at Fiber on Friday. If you see me, come talk to me. We can shoot the shit. Yeah. Don't be shy. I'll I'll gladly talk to anybody. I don't care. Yeah, and we could be intimidating, but I, you know, you should feel. Uh, come up to me, Matt the Daddy, Ray Ramundo. We could t- we could shoot the shit about current stuff, anything. Life, politics, the weather. I unfortunately will not be there. I will be out of the country. I will be out of uh, out of the states. Actually, I'm going to be in uh, Puerto Rico this weekend. But I will be back by the next episode. Up, oh, somebody's good. Gonna be good for you. I'll, I'll see you there, Robert. Oh, I oh, like nice. that picture. I like that. I like that. I like that. Look at that picture. Which picture? Of you? Oh, it's gone. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. Oh, okay. Regardless. <laughs> I think that oh oh god not this again damn it no what uh, I don't see it it's the, oh, oh. the greatest curb stomp in wrestling history Jesus Christ this is gonna follow me <laughs> right the internet is forever kids and it'll that ne- curb stomp chipped a tooth I'm telling you that let me tell you guys few things in this world are as cement as this the sky the sky is blue rain is wet fire is hot pizza is delicious and. This video will follow me till the grave. The internet is forever. So, from all of us to you, I am Avenging Ben. Hello, Milk Mike. I'm Matt the Daddy Koffler. He is your general admission your wrestling champion. Pod- he is your I'm general your admission wrestling podcast. Yeah, okay. And that is a picture of the Law of Raver Mundo. On the screen. And this has been another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We certainly hope you enjoyed it. Best Once again, curb stomp to date. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Once again, you can follow us on our Facebook page at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Get all the latest updates. Find out when the live streams are going to be happening, what indie shows are going to be at. And if you want some more goofy and ridiculous content, you can go follow our Twitter and our Instagram at The G-A-W-P Show. Uh, type that out as it's spelled. You can go follow us. We have a, we we engage in conversations with the fans and a lot of uh, funny enough, we've been actually engaging with a lot of GTS wrestlers recently, like Jimmy Controversy and of course Tommy Salami, who was on last week. So that's always a lot of fun. So if you want to see some other nonsense, follow the Twitter. And of course, if you want to listen to the archive show, if you want to listen to the show after the fact, you can follow us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podtastic, and. What was the new one? I believe there was a new one. Tune in radio. Tune in radio. You can follow us there. It's actually a radio program where they be broadcasting, which is pretty cool. Once again, follow us at all of those iTunes, Podtastic, and all the others. Once again, I am Avenging Ben. Oh, Milk Mike. I'm your champ. And this has been the and this has been another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. You guys have a sick night, and don't forget, join the madness. Good night, guys.